Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. Friends, family, fans, friends, family, fans. Why am I repeating myself? It's me, your host, Nick. It's Nick's Nerd News. Welcome to the show. Today is August 3rd. Yeah, it's August. It's fucking August already. Holy shit. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, some crazy things have happened in the last couple of days uh, in terms of, of movies. Uh, not so much gaming wise. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's not waste any time today, shall we? Um, hope you guys are having fun. You know, thanks for the listen. Thanks for keeping coming back week after week after week. I am glad you guys can uh, can be here for that. But like I said, there's uh, some stuff we need to talk about, and uh, I don't want to waste too much time. So. Uh, just going right into gaming first. Uh, PlayStation 5 has finally added uh, 1440 monitor support, which a weird thing to say in 2022 and feels like it should have had it from the beginning. Um, a new update, uh, especially for people who play on like PC monitors. Um, yeah, that's finally available. Series X has had it from launch. Um, not sure why the PS5 didn't have it at all, but if you're playing on PC monitors, you can finally use it for that. Um, Sony also said that they hope to have more stock available for the holiday. Um, they're trying to increase production. Can't promise anything on that, um, but who knows. Uh, and then they also announced that they are already ditching a feature from the PS5 because no one was using it. Um, Accolades, which I didn't even know was a thing, um, will be retired later this year. Uh, it's an award-based system that uh, people can use anonymously to um, like support other players, I think it was. Um, you, could, you could send accolades like helpful, welcoming, or good sport to other people based on their performance in an online match. But clearly no one was using it, so they're discontinuing it. Which is funny because now a bunch of people are probably going to start using it just because they finally found out it was there. Because probably most people had no idea it was there. Um, we've also found out that the Tomb Raider film franchise is, is now probably up in the air as MGM has lost the rights to it. Uh, they've lost the rights to the franchise as they failed to make a sequel. Uh, after Amazon bought MGM, I guess it kind of... The sequel that they were planning, I guess, kind of just got shelved. Um, more than likely, that means Alicia Vikander will not be Lara Croft anymore either. Uh, and then whatever the potential next film will be, will be a complete reboot, more than likely. Which kind of sucks, but I liked it. Uh, this weekend, Tony Hawk was in the UK. And apparently in the UK, there is a... Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater cover band that sings all the songs from the games. And Tony Hawk happened to be at one of their events and went up on stage and was singing the songs with them, uh, including singing 
uh, Superman, you know, because I'm a Superman. Here I am, getting older all the time. I'm not going to keep singing that song. <laughs> um, the Sega Genesis Mini 2, which we talked about a few weeks ago after it was announced. Um, don't expect a lot of them to be released, as it's been revealed that Sega only plans on doing, a, uh, at least to the U.S., it was originally only supposed to be Japan only, uh, one-tenth of what they did with the original Sega Genesis Mini. They're only releasing one-tenth of that number to the U.S., so don't expect, um, don't expect to be able to get your hands on one easily. And remember, they're only being sold via Amazon. Um, and they are available for pre-order now. Uh, Logitech and Tencent have announced that they're going to be building a, a cloud gaming handheld console. What that means, I don't know. Um, everything doesn't mean anything anymore. It's all doesn't make sense. Does not make sense. Um, there's also news that apparently Activision Blizzard has been losing millions of players, um, but they've been increasing their developer count, which I don't necessarily know if that means anything good or not. Um, but it, it, developers have gone up by 25%. They've lost millions of players since this time last year, which obviously more people are going back to work. Um, its monthly active users fell from 372 million at the end of March 2022 to 361 million at the end of June, which 10 million active users, people going back to work, that makes sense. Um, but... Oh, wow, it's even, compared to last year, they were at 408 million monthly active users, which is a lot. Um, you know, they haven't had a lot of games come out, which makes sense. Uh, and we'll see what happens with Call of Duty. Obviously, the last uh, Call of Duty Vengeance, or whatever the fuck it was called, nobody really bought it or played it. So, it makes sense. Uh, but, obviously, those numbers will probably skyrocket again when Modern Warfare 2 launches uh, later this fall. Uh, EA has also been kind of, bit of a bit of a, on a comeback tour. They, uh, the, who's their CEO? Uh, Andrew Wilson, right? Um, hold on. Uh, I guess multiple people have tried to buy EA, but they're not for sale and they want to stay independent. Um, and they feel that they're in a stronger position now. Um, I guess Comcast had a put, reached out to them about a potential acquisition. Um, I know Microsoft is buying Activision Blizzard, of course, but EA wants to stay separate. Um, interesting. Uh, he said, quote, Our objective, and this is an earnings call, quote, Our objective is always to take care of our people, our players, and our shareholders. Should there ever be a way for us to do that differently than we're doing it today, I, of course, have to be open to that. But I would tell you today we feel very confident and excited for our future, unquote. Essentially saying, like, we're good, bro. We're good. And EA's, I think, doing fine. Um, they make money off FIFA and Madden and stuff all like that all every year. Um... 
Their chief operating officer, Laura Miel, said the company has found its, quote, new rhythm uh, in the COVID era, unquote. Um, Again, this was during the earnings call. They said, quote, she said, quote, yes, we did see initially some disruption in how our teams make games, but I'm just blown away by the ingenuity and creativity of our teams and how they've adapted, unquote. Um, More people are coming back to the office, they said and other things, but, but they're, they're doing well, they've adapted, um, and they want to make clear that single-player games are very important to them. Um, Andrew Wilson again said, quote, they are really, really important. Um, quote, as we think about single-player games, we think it's a really, really important part of the overall portfolio that we deliver in fulfillment of those core motivations, unquote. Um, <laughs> they tweeted out, roast well-deserved, we'll take this L because playing single-player games actually makes them an 11. Um, they followed up with that tweet um, after their horrendous, she's a 10, but she plays single-player game tweet. Jesus, I remember, oh God. But anyway, EA is in no danger of ditching the single-player narrative. Obviously, they own Bioware and are making RPGs. Um, we also learned recently that Bungie, uh, faced a litany of harassments from multiple people, uh, recently, uh, in June, um, employees were doxxed, bombarded with slurs, phone calls, text messages, um, apparently all because of a tweet they sent out, um, There was a tweet that Bungie sent out in June about working with streamer Umez. Um, And per the record, uh, it led to doxing and death threats towards several Bungie employees. Um, This is wild. Someone was getting voicemails and texts on their personal phone, um, using that information to, to essentially harass the employees. Um, a voicemail was left, uh, calling the person racial slurs and requested Destiny 2 include violent and racially charged scenes or DLC. Um, the, the spouse of the employee received the same thing. Um, ooh, that's creepy. Someone ordered them a pizza. That's really, really, really... Creepy. A Twitter user named Inkcell was making threats at the same time, so people thought they were the same person. Um, oh, creepy. They were moving to live close. Stalker status. What the fuck? Um, and an anonymous texting app was being used. That's weird. Gamers are fucking weird, dude. Why are we such strange people? Very strange. Um, And then the final bit of gaming news today. Uh, Pokemon had a Pokemon Presents today. Uh, They showed off some news regarding, you know, some other Pokemon games like Pokemon Unite and Pokemon Go, uh, things like this. But the main story, of course, uh, was all the news regarding Scarlet and Violet. Um we got two new Pokemon announced called Fido and Cetitan, Cetitan, I think it's probably Cetitan. 
Um, Pido or Fido is the puppy Pokemon, but it looks like it's made of dough. So get it, Fido. Um, Satitan is a Terra whale Pokemon, so it's like a whale with feet. Uh, that's an ice type Pokemon. Uh, Fido is fairy type. We've also learned that the two legendaries we get them early on and they're they're rideable. Um, we get them in like a sprinting mode, a swimming mode, and a flying mode. They can even climb, um, and uh, it's different for each one. So, Coridon, which is the red one that looks the most like a motorcycle, will have a sprinting build, a swimming build, and a gliding build. Whereas Miraidon, which is more futuristic looking, will have a drive mode, aquatic mode, and glide mode. Um, all that was shown off today. Uh, we also learned that Wooper, uh, a Gen 2 Pokemon, is getting a Paldean form. Paldea is the name of the new region. Uh, it will be a poison ground type, no more water type. Uh, we also got to see the map, which really hints at the fact that it pretty much is um, like a version of Spain. At least it looks like it. Um, we learned of some other new Pokemon that are coming. We saw new characters. We saw new gym leaders. Um, we learned that there's actually going to be three campaigns within the game. Um, and they can be played at any pace and uh, in any order. Uh, this includes the gyms. You can now play the gyms in any order. You do not have to follow a set... Uh, rule or or uh, path for the gyms. Um, they are going to be called... So it's either going to begin with your character joining a school, uh, the Naranja Academy in Scarlet, or the Uva Academy in Pokemon Violet. Um, it's called the Treasure Hunt, uh, where you explore Paldea, where three grand stories are on offer. Um... One becomes one story is about becoming the best trainer, obviously by beating all the gyms in any order. Um, I wonder if that means they're going to scale the difficulty. Um, the other two campaigns have not been talked about too much. Uh, we also learned about the new gimmick. Every Pokemon game has a gimmick. It is called um, Terrestrial, Terrestal, um, where essentially. Uh, it's a new. This is per Cerebi. It's a new battle mechanic in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. The mechanic can be used once per battle, and when activated, creates a jewel and luster around each Pokemon. They almost look like they're covered, like they're crystallized. Um, each Pokemon in Paldea can terrestrialize, and each Pokemon has a special Terra type. When it is terrestrialized, it will change its type to a special Terra type, not specifically set by species, but can vary by Pokemon. So on an Eevee. Uh, you can have a normal type, while others can be a flying type. Um, you'll need a Terra Orb in order to terrestrialize a Pokemon, and in Paldea, you'll need to recharge the Terra Orb after use by either touching crystals of terrestrial energy or going to a Pokemon Center. Um, you can also change how things work, including changing their type. Um, they'll get a stab boost if they're using the move of the same type as the Terra type, and the weakness change. Um, so, like, obviously you can turn Pokemon Pikachu into like a, a flying type and he gets like a balloon type crystal. Um, there's also going to be raid battles again for player, um, but they will be Terra raid battles. 
Um, instead of Dynamaxing, they'll be around Terrestrial Phenomenon. Um, and that's, it, they work in the same way where you'll have pillars of light coming out of a crystal this time. Uh, you can do them alone or with friends. Um, so obviously it's going to be different. Um, it will allow for four-player co-op. Uh, that is returning. And uh, we did, like I said, we got to see the new map, uh, new forms. Uh, we got to see that new whooper. And uh, I think we got to see the, the new legendaries in action. It's kind of weird getting them early, though. Um, I still don't like how these Pokemon centers look. The graphics look amazing. Um, and I, they're really building upon having like a lot more Pokemon in the overworld. Uh, like I said, we got to see a bit of the map. Um, even the map, when you pull it up in-game, looks way better. Looks more like a modern game than ever before. And I think for the first time, I think for the first time, we're getting voiceover in a Pokemon game, if I'm to believe the trailer. Uh, and the Pokedex looks really cool this time. Looks like you can see the Pokemon like in action this time, instead of just... Uh, just like them on, on a list. Like, they'll have pictures of them. Um, I'm excited to see where, how it all plays out when the game releases in November. Uh, when the games release in November, I should say. Um, it's funny that the characters still look very cartoonish, but their clothes are very more realistic. Um which is a weird thing to say. Um, I'm just wondering how it's all going to play out. I wish they would show more, um, especially with all the leaks. You'd think they would just nip some of that in the bud, um, but not just yet. It's weird, and it's weird. Some characters look hyper-realistic, and then other characters still look very cartoonish. Um, it's like they, they can't decide on on what they're doing with that, but... Uh, that's it for gaming. Let's uh, let's head on over to talk about what's going on in, in the TV world, shall we? Well, uh, we've learned that She-Hulk will be delayed one day and will now premiere on Thursdays. So it looks like Disney Plus is going back to their Thursday release schedule. Or wait, no, they used to be Fridays. So they've gone from Fridays to Wednesdays to now to Thursdays. Every show comes out on Thursdays nowadays. Uh, and then someone spotted a Ghost Rider reference in the most recent trailer. Uh, so maybe we'll be getting a hint of Johnny Blaze as well. Uh, Justin Roiland, while speaking at Comic-Con uh, to IGN, said that even though Season 5 of Rick and Morty was weird, uh, Season 6 will be fucking amazing. That's a direct quote from Justin Roiland. So hopefully he's telling the truth. Um... One of the remaining members of the crew of the Enterprise has passed. Nichelle Nichols uh, passed away over the weekend at age 89. Um, she was one of four remaining original cast members of the original Star Trek, um, which now leaves uh, Walter Koenig, uh, William Shatner, and... Um, oh, God, why can't I think of his name? Walter Koenig, William Shatner, and uh, uh, George Takei as the surviving members. Uh, Nichelle Nichols, of course, 
uh, helped change the face of television. Um, she, along with William Shatner, uh, performed the first on-screen interracial kiss. Uh, she almost quit the show, but but famously was told by Martin Luther King to not quit the show. Um, he was he was very adamant in making sure she did not leave the show, as as she was a civil rights icon, essentially uh, at the time uh, when the show was at first airing. Um, but Nichelle Nichols has passed away at the age of eighty nine, and uh, we pay our respects to her family. Uh, we've also learned that uh, Andor has been delayed almost a month to September 21st. Uh, but with that, Disney Plus and Lucasfilm released a brand new, amazing trailer for Andor, where we get to see a Star Destroyer in atmosphere. Whenever we see a, a Star Destroyer in atmosphere, you, you got me hooked. <laughs> like that's that's all I need to see. But no, no, the trailer looks it is very great. We get to see the Imperial Senate for the first time. Uh, we're going back to Coruscant for the first time in almost 12, 7, wait, 17 years. Yes, that's that's correct, 17 years since um, since we've been seen Coruscant in live action. Um, we got to see more of Stellan Skarsgård's character. Uh, it, it's now confirmed that... Um, um, I'm blanking today. Uh, uh, Force Whitaker is returning as Saul Guerrera, uh, so it's good to have him back as well. I mean, it was it it was never officially implied, but it was definitely always a possibility. Uh, we got to see more live action Phase Two clone troopers for the first time, so we might be jumping around from right when the Empire was established to the current time period um, with Aunt Cassian as an older person. Obviously, it's going to take place somewhere, um, I think, either like five or six years before uh, A New Hope, I think they were saying. Um, so we'll see. Um, but that trailer's fucking great. So cool seeing a Star Destroyer in atmosphere. Like I said, that's, that's uh, one way to get me super hyped into something is, is that. I know it's, I know it's simple and, and, and not a whole lot, but... It, it, it gets me going. Uh, and then surprisingly, the Cars on the Road show that's coming, that's starring Owen Wilson and um, Larry the Cable Guy, of course, as Lightning McQueen and Mater. Uh, the show actually looks really cool based off the trailer. It's like a road trip show. And uh, I'm actually very excited. It looks, like I said, it looks very fun. Having them back is, is a huge plus. Uh, and then, of course, it, the quality looks amazing. It looks like Pixar is doing the show, which you don't hear them doing often. But I, I didn't, I don't know if that's a hundred percent true. But, but it looks great. Um, we've also learned that the Boys season four will uh, promote um, the actor who plays Homelander's son to a series regular. Uh, meaning he will be in pretty much every episode of season four of The Boys. Um, we'll see, though, if, if he becomes Homelander 2.0, which definitely would not be a very good thing. And then we also learned uh, that The Flash will be ending on The CW with season nine in 2023 with a truncated 13-episode final season. Um 
all but confirming the end of the Arrowverse. I think it is the last official Arrowverse show on television um, after um, it was learned that Lois, Superman and Lois is not in the Arrowverse um, after Legends of Tomorrow was canceled uh, and then the rest of the shows were all canceled as well. Stargirl technically takes place on another Earth so she's not really, or no, they're the same Earth. I, I don't remember what happened. They've kind of changed some things since Crisis on Infinite Earth happened, but uh, The Flash will end with Season 9 in 2023. Um, it is a new month, so that means a lot of new shows on, pri on streaming, and uh, I've got some new ones for you here. So coming to Netflix this month, uh, this is just a small sample, of course, Battle Los Angeles, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Hardcore Henry, uh, the Men in Black Trilogy, Space Jam, the original, uh, Spider-Man 1 through 3, so the Raimi Trilogy, uh, the Sandman series, the Neil Gaiman-based DC show, uh, Skyfall, one of the best James Bond movies ever, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie, uh, The Nice Guys, Tekken Bloodline anime, and a documentary on John McAfee. Yes, that John McAfee. Uh, coming to Disney Plus, uh, Lightyear dropped today on there. Uh, the Lion King 2019 version, sing-along version. I Am Groot show starts later this month. Father of the Bride 1 and 2. She-Hulk, of course, later this month. Uh, both the 1991 and 2017 versions of Beauty and the Beast are getting their sing-along versions. And Tangled's getting a sing-along version. Uh, then over on Prime Video, we're getting Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, uh, Clock Stoppers, that's a movie I haven't read about in a long time, the 2013 version of Evil Dead, uh, seven Star Trek films, Walk Hard, The Dewey Cox Story, uh, Licorice Pizza, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, The Lost City, and uh, Amazon's A League of Their Own television show, which I don't understand why that's a thing. And then on HBO Max, we're getting Ex Machina, Mystic Pizza, Hard Knocks with the Detroit Lions this year, American Sniper, of course House of the Dragons begins later this month, and uh, The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about HBO Max in just a few minutes. Um, so moving over to what's going on in, in movie world. Um, Kevin Feige has confirmed now that Avengers movies will no longer just be team-up movies, but they are meant to be saga cappers. Uh, so it looks like we're not going to be getting Avengers movies as often as we did um, in the Infinity Saga. We'll just have the two that will end the Multiverse Saga. Um, it has now been confirmed that Ben Affleck is returning to play Batman in Aquaman 2. And I'm very excited to hear this. I thought The Flash was going to be his last outing. Uh, but Ben Affleck will now have two outings as Batman before he hangs up the cowl. Uh, it was announced by Jason Momoa after they were spotted on set together on, on the Warner Brothers backlot of all places. Uh, I am very excited. Ben Affleck, of course, uh, didn't get enough time as Batman. I wonder if this will eventually bring him back to maybe do his Batman movie. Um, he's not that old yet, and, you know, whatever the fuck Warner Brothers is doing with, with DC right now. Who knows? I don't understand why... They're trying to kill the Snyderverse, but yet they're still letting it live in a lot of places. 
Um, and speaking of which, uh, Shazam 2 director has said that uh, no talks have been made about a crossover with Black Adam. So who knows if we'll get Shazam 3 or Black Adam 2 or however that's going to work. Uh, it has been announced that Creed 3 has been delayed till 2023 uh, out of its holiday 2022 release. Um, and we're now learning that we're getting another Rocky spinoff called Drago, which will be a spinoff from Creed. Uh, however, this prompted um, a lot of vitriol from Sly as he's been trying to regain the rights to the Rocky franchise. Um, he said, quote, via Instagram, Heartbreaker, just found this out. Once again, Erwin Winkler, this pathetic 94-year-old producer and his moronic vulture children, Charles and David, are once again picking clean the bones of another wonderful character I created without even telling me. I apologize to the fans. I never wanted Rocky characters to be exploited by these parasites. By the way, I once had nothing but respect for Dolph, but he never told me about what was going on behind my back with the character I created for him. Real friends are more precious than gold. Unquote. Obviously, he's uh, not too happy. Uh, he posted some more about his, his anger and vitriol. Uh, however... Um, Dolph Lundgren posted on his Instagram, just to set, quote, just to set the record straight regarding a possible Drago spinoff, there's no approved script, no deals in place, no director, and I was personally under the impression that my friend Sly Stallone was involved as a producer or even as an actor. There was a press leak last week which was unfortunate in touch with Mr. Balboa, just so all the fans can relax. There you go. Unquote. So even Dolph Lundgren was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not as involved as maybe the world thinks, and uh, I am not doing it without Sly, so that's good from him as well. Um, we'll see what happens, though. We'll see what happens, and I know Sly S Sylvester Stallone is trying to get the rights back himself. Um, DC League of Super Pets, of all films, won the weekend, but with a paltry $23 million. That's low for a summer movie, especially a kid's movie. That's, that's not a good look. That is just not a good look. <laughs> um, we did lose another unfortunate famous actor this weekend. Uh, Pat Carroll passed away at the age of 95. Uh, she's, of course, most famous for playing Ursula in The Little Mermaids uh, and singing, you know, poor unfortunate souls in pain, in need. Um, she was 95. Uh, James Gunn has stated that the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special uh, will be the epilogue of Phase 4, so that will officially be the end of Phase 4 uh, later this year, and um, before we head into Phase 5. And he also said, while Guardians 3 is not his favorite um, time shooting, it is his favorite film uh, that he's made. So that, that's a good sign, hopefully. Um, we've also learned that Joker 2 is officially releasing on October 4th, 2024. Again, why are we getting this movie? Uh, I don't get me wrong, I really enjoyed Joker. I just don't know why we need a second one. Um, people have been shooting fireworks off tonight, strangely. Um, and, uh, we've now learned that... Uh, Batgirl, the finished filming and almost ready for release film that was coming to HBO Max has effect effectively been canceled, uh, if you will. 
Um, I a lot of things have been coming out, and as to why, initial reports were that it was it was deemed irredeemable, like unwatchable. Uh, however, followed up later from Variety, uh, followed up that it just it didn't fit the new mold that Zaslav, the new Warner Brothers CEO, is going for. That DC films need to be big tentpole uh, event movies, which I. I don't agree with that. Um, and because the movie expanded its huge budget because of COVID and everything. But there's also rumors that they're essentially going to try and take a loss on it, uh, a tax write-off. Uh, and if they do so, it will literally never be able to be released ever unless they give it away for free, um, which is wild that they would do that. Um, I'm very upset because J.K. Simmons was back as Jim Gordon. Uh, Brendan Fraser was going to be the villain. Uh, Michael Keaton was potentially going to be in the film. Um, I I just I I don't know what's going on. A lot of things have been strangely happening now that they've merged with Discovery. Um, it's strange because I, I don't think it's irredeemable or unwatchable because it has good directors. Uh, the guys that directed several episodes of Miss Marvel, they directed Bad Boys for Life. These guys are good directors, so I don't, I don't think it would have been that bad. Um, Leslie Grace, who was going to star as Barbara Gordon Batgirl, went on to thank the fans. Uh, Warner Brothers, of course, is still interested in working with all of them again, so maybe in uh, some other capacity in the future. Um, in another weird, strange thing... Um, They've been canceling or cutting other things off of HBO Max as well, including movies that they made that are HBO Max exclusive. Um, it's very strange for a streaming service to do that. Um, they've removed uh, Moonshot, which just came out a few months ago, Super Intelligence, the Melissa McCarthy movie, uh, The Witches, starring Anne Hathaway, um, and, and uh, another Anne Hathaway thing. It's very strange. Uh, but I, I just want to go back to the Batgirl thing. I, I get it that they're they're trying to fix DC movies and they're trying to, you know, get rid of the Snyderverse, even though they keep doing things that that don't meet up with that statement. Um, but but why cancel a movie that you made? It was pretty much done. It was ready to come out. Um, it it doesn't make sense. And I get that he's trying to do these event films, but just release it and then don't do anything else. What, do, what does this mean? Is Blue Beetle going to get canceled too? Because it's not a big event film? I, I, I mean, I, I'm very confused as to what they're trying to do. And it, it, it's, it's all very strange. It's all very strange. It's all very interesting. I, I don't understand what their thought process is. I know they're trying to get some Kevin Feige-like figure. Um, it, it, it It's almost like too little too late. And you can't keep rebooting because that's going to push people away. Um, just have different universes like what they have now. It's fine. It, it, it works. People can understand. Um I mean, most people can understand. It, it just, as long as they're good, people are going to watch them, regardless of what universe they're in. But but to cancel a movie that's already been made and finished because 
it doesn't fit your new event film idea. What happens if, if your event film idea like crashes and burns in a couple years? Then what? Like, they need to focus. And they've released movies that were irredeemable in the past, so... I don't understand the logic if that's the truth or if they just don't want to release it because it's a streaming only movie. I it it it's interesting for sure. Um, I really wanted to watch it. I was excited for it, but apparently the CEO wasn't, or some other high up executive wasn't, um, because lately they're. I, I get it. Hollywood's a business, right? And they're more all about return on investment, but Hollywood. Accounting is also fugazi. It doesn't make any sense, but it's it's frustrating for sure. But I don't know. Um, and then for them to pull movies that are were streaming exclusive, why are you taking content away from people? That's even stranger. Um, I don't know. Cancel shit that's not working. Do that. Who knows? Um, I don't know. I'm just frustrated now. But that's it for Nixner News this week. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, as always, check out nixnernews.com where you can listen to the show right in your browser. Or if you prefer, you can find links to our Spotify page, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, um, all the places that you like to stream uh, podcasts from. You can find us there. Um, also, while you're there, check out our social media tab where you can find our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter feeds. And uh, Or, if you prefer, just search your uh, Nick's Nerd News on your preferred social media platform of choice. Uh, and that is it for this week, uh, episode 221 of all things. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, I will catch you guys on the flip side.